This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. All right. <laughs> we, I just want to continue again this morning. What we started talking about for service and... What we are doing at this beginning is just to somehow look at everything briefly and then we break it down later, talking about plan, purpose, and assignments. All right? So I started first service with <laughs> a subtopic under that. Who am I? Plan, purpose, and assignments. Plan, purpose, and assignment. There is an assignment, there is a plan, there is a purpose that God has for us. So the scripture we are going to consider all through this teaching will be Jeremiah chapter 1. And we started the words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests that were in Anatot, in the land of Benjamin. So when the word of the Lord came to the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, the king of Judah, in the 13th year of his reign. Now, first service, I told them, the Bible is being very specific here. Every call, every assignment, every plan, and every purpose must have also timing attached to it. Amen. So, I spoke a little about um, the fact that there is an assignment. And that when you don't know if, the Bible says that the mystery of man is great upon it because he does not know his time. Now, the, so, so there is the first aspect of knowing what, and then the second aspect of knowing when. So when you don't know what you are here for, you are going to live a life of frustration. And I'm looking at assignment from what God wants you to do to what your gifts are. Because direction and assignment are not exactly the same thing. Though they are connected, through the path that you take in life, you are supposed to fulfill your assignment through that path also. And I said that one of the reasons why we are saying this is because of what motivations, what they've done to many people, and that I believe that as I share this also, supernaturally, wasted years will be restored. Because there have been many people. And when we start looking at it one after the other, we talk and learn about this. And I told the first service, you've read a book that says you can't be rich if you work for somebody. You've read books like Be Your Own Boss. And excuse me, that can be a great fallacy. If you are not called to lead or to start something in life, based on how you are shaped by the Almighty God, there are pioneers and there are followers. There are leaders and there are managers. When you are a manager and you attempt to be a leader, you will suffer. Going to university, talking to students, they already say in final year, I don't want to work for, for anybody. If 100 people made that statement, it will work for about 10. The rest who are following will live in oblivion forever. Except they find the path back. I have met people, one business to under their life, wandering stars, you feel for them. Nobody will pray them into breakthrough because they are not the path, they are not the path where they should be. Are you following me? Who says you can't be really working for somebody? So that made me to read John 1, 6 in, in, in first service. John, the Bible said there was a man sent by, from God, by, by God, John. He was not the light. He was sent to bear witness to, to life. 
John, Jesus was the light. John's assignment was to point people to Jesus. And verse 8 says, he was not the light. Beyond knowing who you are, you must also know who you are not. So when you know what you are supposed to do, you should know what is not your calling. What is not part of you. Business is not part of me. I will give everything out. <laughs> and I spoke, I let about that first service. Are you, except you don't make me the face of the negotiator. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, was it Cavendish who was warning me that no, no, I, I was already saying that when we move, a church was a church as when we move, what will happen to all this? Can we? And I was already thinking, some leaders told me that don't even think about it. So I told her, you know what I would do? You'll meet the leaders. So I removed myself. Sometimes I finally had to say no. Now listen, listen. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is why any book, any message, any counsel you listen to, they give you information. To have revelation, you have to process and pray. Acts chapter 15 verse 18 says, Know not to God that all his works before the foundation of the earth. And that's what we see in Jeremiah. Let's read that Jeremiah again. And let's go. Because I want to speak briefly about the second aspect. About the fact that time and chance. So, a person can understand what you are supposed to do. There are some people who should be in an office for 10 years before they step out. If they step out 8 years, you won't have developed the capacity needed. It might just be one more thing that should happen ninth year that will happen to you in that office. One customer, one guy. When you step out on your own, all the, all the profits are going to make in your life. The, the expansion, the quantum leap, the great increase that will happen to you it's because of that customer that will show up in February, the ninth year of you being in the office. But after seventh year, you have read the book that says, Step out. <laughs> are, you, are you following me? You know, why I was praying, Sas, the Lord specifically told me, I will utter a word. I don't have to pray for long because he has told me, I'm just going to offer a word of prayer at the end for everyone. You are veered off somewhere. People have told you some. See, when I give one example for service, Pastor Bakari's mother selling leaves inside her. Can you imagine? Pastor Bakari brought her to a duplex in Awoshi Estate and came into the country one day and met people at their gates. You know, house boys are looking. I said, What do you want? Say, I want to buy his block. <laughs> yeah. Mama saw the freezers. And pour water into buckets. <laughs> and started saying, I told the security man, tell people in the neighborhood the size bucket. <laughs> that I been to my master's neighborhood. He said, seven bedroom to play. It's not about money. Pastor said, when they were going up, selling things was her calling. She could sell anything. When they were burying her, the granddaughter was saying it on stage. She said, Grandma is in heaven now, probably looking for somebody to sell something to. That was what the granddaughter said. See, it's it, 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 it not faking. So I made some important statement that you need to save. The greatest harm you can do to destiny is to copy. When you start working with someone else's timing, this business works, everybody goes and then you start. Even if it will work for you, even if you are caught out for it, the time might not be right. So this second step, I just want to speak also briefly. So we go back to everything one after the other later. But I just want to speak about, about timing. So understand that there is an assignment and then there is a time for the assignment. So in the Bible, there is what is called fullness of time. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. 
fullness of time. When that time is not ripe and you make a move, there will be a problem. So, we are going to learn from somebody who faced that in the Bible. And then I'll close. I still have a meeting in Alberta this evening. Are you following me? This is very important. Is somebody hearing me? So, Jeremiah again, so that we can go back to the foundation. And then we read uh, about someone I want to talk to you about. Jeremiah. Oh, the prayer that Lord, which I've always told you, open my eyes and that is good. It's good. The Bible says your flesh shall not be in haste. We must be led. So the word of the Lord came on Jeremiah. No, and the Bible says, that's, that's verse 5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. This is awesome. Look at your neighbor. So you, just, you just didn't come here. You were pre-planned. God planned it. Turn to another person. Tell the person. Convince the person. That, say, dad and mom might not know why. But God planned. Now tell yourself. Before I was formed. There was already a purpose laid down. Exactly. But the Bible says before I formed thee. Before thou comest out of thy womb. I sanctified thee. And ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Ah. I remember one of the churches around here. Some years back they were one of the largest. And now they are not very... And what really happened? They asked for it. Later I said that it wanted to step out to start something, so he moved out. God will always call people know that. But you see, everybody that was close to that guy, they knew that he was the life of that church. He was called into the ministry of somebody into help ministry. When you are into help ministry, you have to help somebody. You cannot lead. Are you getting what I'm saying? Daniel was not the king. Yet you all know the name Daniel. You will name your child, but you, know, you will not name your, your, your son any of the kings that Daniel served under. Joseph was not the king, was the prime minister. Who says you cannot be read by appointments? Imagine your son bearing Nebuchadnezzar. He's already branded a terrorist in his school. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Oh, wow. And... <laughs> <laughs> where is uh, oh, Lord, Lord Jesus help me. Are, you, are you getting me so far see this is why I want to be sure because what I'm going to say is short but I'm preparing the ground for it now before I formed thee I ordained you a prophet unto the nations can you imagine so if Jeremiah was 30 around this time for the first 29 years of his life, he might not know. He was from the family of priests and prophets. So he might know that there was a prophetic calling, but he might have not known that he was called unto nations. That means one of the key lessons, an assignment that reaches the ends of the earth, whether in business or in anything, you don't rush to discover. It is revealed in God's own timing. And they are not revealed the same way. So I told them first that you must be careful. And when we talk about assignment, you don't quickly quit yourself. Don't, don't, don't shut yourself out because no angel appeared to you. If you check the Bible very well, among all the great people in the Bible, some saw an angel, some saw no angel. David's story started like just in the midst of his brethren. A neglected shepherd boy in the field that Samuel came to pour oil on. For some people, some people will be sent into your life or will move you into the space that God has created. For some people, God will reveal the space to you directly. For the two of you, it is God working, regardless of the method. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? So Samuel's mother prayed. Yes, he was a miracle child. Samson's mother, an angel appeared. But David was greater than all of them and there was no angel. In fact, we did, we did, we did, we didn't even mention David's mother. So if your mom didn't tell you that an angel told your name before you were born, don't feel bad. It does not mean your assignment is less important. Say I hear. Did you hear what I just said? Okay. Your people tend to respect those who said that when my mom wanted to give back to me, seven angels appeared. <laughs> Amen. It doesn't mean anything. For some deliberately, God will make sure that nothing supernatural will be around there at the beginning. So that the enemy will not attack you. But in the fullness of time. Now, what, what are the things we are going to be looking at? What do I do between then? Till there's a revelation. But that's not today. What I want to say today is about just understand. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, let's start. I'm going to say it this way. Whatever you are called to. Whatever your direction is in life, this is how God works. Between when you are 1 to 18 or between age 1 and to 21, most likely, in almost all cases, there would have been a seed of it, like a flash, that would be a pointer to where you are going in life. When it comes to what we are talking about, observation and prayer, they are very important. That's why we say watch and pray. People pray, but they don't watch. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? somehow there would have been a bit of revelation so i'm going to give you a brother in the bible which is brother moses you all know the story of moses ah my time is showing 10 more minutes you know moses the man of the law the law and the prophet himself moses the bible says in exodus chapter 2 one day decided to visit his brethren I'm coupling what I said about the father. Flashes of it will come out, but then there is the right time. He went to visit his brethren. The signal that he was a kind of deliverer was already inside him. So when he saw the Egyptian beating the Israelite, he killed the guy. He rescued the Israelite. Something in him was being put towards rescue these people. But he got the timing wrong and for 40 years, he went down. What happened to him that he made him to do something? It was a signal. Acts chapter 7 verse 23. Bible says he came into his heart to visit his brethren. What is that it? IT. IT. It cannot be described. A divine revelation, an assignment, a plan, a vision. Sometimes you can't put them in human words because they don't appear the same way. So it is called it. 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 The Bible says when Moses was about 40 years old, it came to his heart. Something entered him that you are a deliverer. So the signal came. But the number one mistake people make about assignment is that once there is a kind of modeling up inside them, a kind of steering that you're up to something, they step out and start. No. After the steering, there must be the capacity for it. Why God could not allow Moses to carry out the assignment that time, he had never led before. So God must let him lead sheep for 40 years. Most of the people God used in the Old Testament, they were shepherds. Because before he will commit people into your hands, he will first of all test you with sheep. Sheep are very gullible. They will annoy you. If you can undo them very well, without angrily kill one, then you can undo man beast. So for 40 years, God made Moses. See, the Bible said there was no man as meek as Moses. Why won't you be meek if you are spending 40 years with animals alone? 
You will get used to number one thing. You will stop talking. Even some of the X-Men, they don't talk. Or you carry cows from one city to another. You, at a point, you lose touch with human beings. You just don't say anything again. Who do you talk to? You say to cow, hey, good morning, how are you doing? So after a while, you become meek. God was going to deposit the heaviest power in Old Testament to a man. He needed the man to be meek. Otherwise, he would have killed the entire Israel. And understand that the gifts and the callings of God, they are without, you know, some people don't know spiritual things. If Israel provoked Moses and he asked all of them to die, they would die. Even though that wasn't God's will. So when God gives you spiritual authority, it's like a cloak. When you're wearing that cloak, angels are bound to obey you, whether you are disobeying God or not. That is why the angels stopped Balaam from going to speak. Why didn't they just say, ah, you want to go and curse? I will go and curse now. Say whatever it won't come to bad. That is not God. When he got to the mountain and wanted to utter that call, God had to turn it to blessing. Why didn't God say that? Angel, leave. Let, let him say, I am the almighty God. Say whatever it won't come to pass. No. The laws, spiritual laws are not like that. If you are anointed, you are anointed. If you are anointed to a certain degree, and your word will become a law. If you utter wrong words, it will become a law and will happen. Did you hear that? So God told the angel that he must not speak. When he was, he said, turn the, let him begin to bless. He must not curse. Because if he should curse, it will, Israel will be cursed. He must not. So the third time. But if you are not anointed, you will, God will let you say anything you like. It just empty words. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 40 years, Moses went back. I'm going to stop here. I sense in my spirit, several people, the path that is chosen for you to be great in life. I don't know why. The man praying, the one that is occurring to me most, are people who are supposed to be in offices, but who arrogantly walked away. Some ignorantly walked away. And I just there. I need to start my own thing. Everything around you shows that what you are doing is not working. And you are there. And sometimes there are parts that when you deviate from, except you go back, you are like wandering stars forever. A few times you make some few money, but you know fundamentally that you are not set, you are not balanced, things are not okay. It is true. It can be the other way around also. This is why time and chance. Somebody can also be walking as opposed to step out. This is why, see, when the bush, when you see the burning bush, the first thing to do is not to take a decision, is to observe. Two things people do when there's a staring around them. Some neglect the staring. Some act immediately on the staring. Both of them are wrong. When you see a staring, you pray. A good example, when Rebecca had Esau and Jacob in her belly, the Bible said there was commotion in her. And she went to pray. And then that was when it was told that the younger one will be greater than the... Anytime there's a commotion in your life, don't act. Pray. There's a problem in the office. There are issues. Don't act straight away. The issue... And don't, don't ignore the issue. Don't neglect it. You have to pray. In the staring, in the commotion, there is a voice. So when the bush is burning and you are Moses and you are saying, it, walk, get close and check, then you are going to hear a voice. The idea of the bush born is to call your attention to something. Don't act straight away and don't neglect what you are saying. So take it to God in prayer. You do get that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you, are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. 
You know, I've, I've actually told people before, so I say there is a time that is the best time for you to get married. Not a particular, for somebody can be 30, somebody can be 25, somebody can be. But when that season for you comes and you are wasting it, the more you let it go, the more difficult it becomes. Both in finding the right person and you settling down. There is nothing the Almighty God created without season attached to it. So I said that first time, and I'm going to end with this. True confession of faith, true declaration of the word of God must start with knowing the will of God first. No matter how much confession a fish makes, it cannot work on the land. It's not created to do that. Neither can man be confessing to be walking in the air. Are you following me? So, and there are things that no matter how much you try, even if you fast 40 days dry, you cannot pull down. A woman must be pregnant for about nine months. It takes about 21 days or so for one egg to hide. Everything God created, when they are going to come out, there is a period, and that period is certain. So to ask a woman to give birth by faith after three months is a serious problem. And people do this with destiny many times. And when the pregnancy is nine months and it's getting to 11 or so, it's a problem also. Everything God created is that way. The same girl that is 13. Let's say the same Shalewa. When Shalewa says, I want to get married and she's 13, all of you will have a problem with it. You get angry. And if a man says, I want to marry and Shalewa is 13, you get angry. You call it child, whatever. You can report the man to police, arrest the man, and shoot the man. But Shalewa is 23 and says, I want to get married. Everybody, the same Shalewa, the same, and she's married the same man. If she this, if, if she's, Shalewa is 25 now, she said, this man I want to marry. Everybody, nobody has a problem with it. But if Shalewa is 13, I say, everybody has a problem with it. But it's the same Shalewa and it's the same Aki she wants to marry. Because you know that this is the time and this is not the time for marriage. Every issue around women, they are, like, they, they are just the same thing. The fastest people, therefore, in walking in blessing are those whose desire, the lifestyle, everything about them matches God's timing for their life. This is my introduction to when we're talking about plan, plan. So many places you can enter prematurely and that ends. And you might not even have the opportunity to now enter where you want to enter. Somehow God will introduce you to a part of it. I told them for service, Professor Yemi Oshibaju, Obi Ezekwisit. Obi just came, from, came to Nigeria at that time. They started attending Redeem, Akme, Akme here. The two of them. Barely two, three weeks in church, Pauton Rapu stepped down from the state while he preached and he said, you and you, that's Obi and Professor Oshibaju. He was still Lord. He said, two of you, start a unit in this church that deals with politics. God will introduce you to have you noticed, and I told them this, I check this very well. I've noticed that recently those who have been leading Lagos are those who have served in Laosa before. There is always a seed of it, first of all. Those who come from business trying to take it, they, they will miss it. Not even them kill. That kill them kill. It's somehow, you have to understand, those who have led Nigeria as president, they either served as governor or they have served in the military before. There is something about, somehow along the line of your life, a seed of it will... Some of the leaders in different places actually participated in SUG school. People don't just wake up 
That somebody just sees somebody, you know, many times we copy. And to make matter worse, we now add the voice of God to what we have copied. I think this is what God wants me to do. Really? Meditation is not limited to meditating on the word. The word is the foundation. As you are meditating on scriptures, once in a while also lie down your bed, switch up the lights and reflect over the last 20 years of your life. If you are that old, if you are one of the people, you are just 19, 20 years, whatever years you have lived, just ponder on it deeply. You will start, especially if you do it prayerfully, you will start saying some things that you, you, you weren't really paying attention to before. The Bible says that when the wise men came, we call them three wise men, but the Bible didn't say they were three. We don't know the number. The Bible just says wise men. Because they gave three gifts, that's why people call them three wise men. It's amazing how we add our own stuff to the Bible. Check everywhere in the Bible. There's no mention of how many number. The Bible just says wise men. Now, when they gave Mary those gifts, the Bible said that Mary heard what they were saying and she was pondering on all those words. They gave her all the three gifts. One represents the fact that he will be a prophet. There are no accidents in God. If you are going to be a prophet, for instance now, between age 1 and 18, one kind of revelation or something would have happened pointing you, God might let you see and withdraw it and seize it for a long time until you see. But there'll be, it's not an it's not something that you now sit down. Honestly speaking, I am not God. But a few times when I hear people who come to say that, oh, God is calling me to pastor, and I look at the antecedent of, like, there's nothing like that. And I'm not surprised. I don't use my mouth to say it. I've watched someone there for five years now. Then they say, God, 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 so I'm leaving Lagos. I'm going to Ibadan. God wants me to go and start Portaco. That's how they will plant or prove, plant or prove. And they, they sad parties that some of them that are married, carrying their wives around, they might remain unsettled for the rest of their life. Except they go back to what God wants them to do originally. That church that was doing well, they, they pastor one of their, it was one that planted all the branches. Then he said that he wanted to step out. God has told him to start. It's almost 11 years now. Nobody has said anything of him again. He left where he was. Now, where he was was going down. He said where he moved to, nothing is happening there. Everybody in the church recognized that this guy made the church start. Some people, God will create you like a pillar in the house. You hold the house. Once you leave to go and become a foundation somewhere, you are in problem. Nothing will happen. So God sent Aaron to Moses. The only reason why we all know Aaron now, people are still bearing Aaron now, because he followed his younger brother Moses. This thing is not, it's about Jeremiah 18, the potter and the clay. You cannot tell the potter what to make of you. This is very important. Are you following me? If Aaron told Moses that, no, 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 you are my younger brother, nobody will be hearing of Aaron today. We are still reading about Aaron, the first high priest up till now. Because he followed his brother. God never appeared to Aaron. And God never spoke to Aaron. The, day, the only time God spoke to him was when God wanted to punish them. That himself and Miriam, they were moving their mouth against Moses. But everything God said to Aaron, he asked Moses to go and tell him. He said, go and tell him. Even when God wanted Aaron to die, he said, told Moses, go and kill him. <laughs> he said, remove the rope on him and he will die. And when he removed the rope, he died. Because the anointing preserves. And it was taken away. If you are heavily anointed, the day you live outside, you are dead. If you want to seek very deep things spiritually, one of the things that must go with it is every discipline. Spiritual things are not cheap. They are given on the plateau of grace, but they are not cheap. Amen. I should end this way. 
Everybody under the sound of my voice, every Christian, everybody on earth, not even Christians alone, you have a guiding angel, everybody. Once you are born into the world, there is an angel. Now, the, others, the flip side of it, there is also a demon. The number one assignment of the angel of your life is to lead you to Christ. So all unbelievers, if God opens and there's an angel around them, trying to get track, trying to get you to talk to them. That's the number one assignment. Now, as your assignment is increasing the body of Christ, your angels will multiply. Sometimes when you pray to a certain level, your eyes can be open to know the kind of angel working with you. But as, you rank, as your rank goes higher, the angel can change and stronger angels can come. So everybody says that don't have, the, don't have equal number and the angels don't have equal strength. So that's why God will tell people not to go to certain places. That is the reason why God will tell Lord's wife, don't look back. Because she was very covetous. She looked back and she became a pillar of salt. But Father Abraham in the morning woke up and was looking at Sodom and Gomorrah and he didn't turn to salt. It's good to be deep in life. Have you ever thought about that? The Bible said that Abraham was looking at the city burning like this and Abraham did not turn to a pillar of salt. Not only because spirituality, because also instructions are to individuals. God can say to somebody, by the path you are taking, never hug up what he says. But God might not say that to someone else. It always depends on the assignments. Moses married an Ethiopian woman. Every time Samson tried it, he had a problem. And if Samson was observant, just like I was saying, he would have known. Every Philistine girl he tried, landed him in trouble. There was one they gave to another man. Who made him to tell the redo? And he still didn't know. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed today? Hallelujah. Say there is an assignment. There is time. The right time. The right time. So Ecclesiastes said that to every purpose under the sun. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we rise? Blessed be your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Thank you, Father. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. When God made that pastor to call prof and to start that, and they started uni faithfully, it was never in his imagination that he would become vice president. That was just God working. Showing flashes of what will happen. Now imagine, sir, imagine him going to collect political form that time. That would have been, I know, if you are collecting form and you are contested against some people and you are lost, they might have never called him for this one again. I get what I'm saying. Immediately, the pastor said that this one for me, after from the go, okay, <laughs> I want to contest. At best, he would have said he was going for the governor of his state. And I, I can bet he wouldn't have won. Time, 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 time. That was how many years ago? Akme, that was the same Akme Pastor Bakari started. That should be about 30 years ago. Look at how long. So, just four years ago, 26 years after. This is why those who are not patient cannot work with God. So that's not, we, we don't rush. I have modeled up many things this morning, but we are going to separate them and look at it. But I'm just touching on different things. Because those are the things we'll say one after the other. The place of patience, the place of prayer, the place of understanding, and the place of recognizing those who are sent to you to take you to another level. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus is calling on many people. It needs you to be placed at the right place. There are places you have to be. There are places you have to be. Everyone wants Christians to be rightly placed. 
If you don't have authority in certain courts, there are things you cannot represent the kingdom there. Pastor Blessing blessed us very well. Many of the things you said, very true. One day I heard that Paul Seymour was talking about, have you noticed that God viewed the vision, the plan of the future to Pharaoh, not even to Joseph, not to any other person. If God had revealed the plan to a poor man, what would they have done about it? Pharaoh was the only man that had the capacity to store food for the entire world. So the vision of the coming famine must be revealed to him. But God made sure that the interpreter was with his own son. So if you don't have capacity, there's nothing. God forbid. If there is war and African countries are being invaded, you have to pray that God should move America or somebody to intervene. When you pray very well, they will intervene. So angels will move them. One of their presidents will just say, let's help these people. Because they are the ones who have the gadgets. Every government is writing there to help us against Bukwana, help us against, help us against that one. This, this is how important this is. Imagine if you own a school now. If we say we want to come and pray your school, we, we, I mean, you, are, you will say, okay, no problem. If you are the director of education, Satan is very smart in this regard. He makes people run to the highest offices, those who hate the gospel, and they close it down there, from there. So saints are fasting and praying just to penetrate something, to do something. Secondary school, no fellowship in secondary school. So I'm sharing this so that every one of us will know our direction. When we do, move with speed. The top is waiting for you. Hallelujah. When you find your paths, it's very easy to also understand your assignment because they are somehow, they are not the same, but they are connected. What you are doing spiritually is somehow connected to what you are doing physically. This is very, very important. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. I pray for everybody. Especially if you want to connect to this, you can lift up your hand. Anybody and everybody who somehow you sense inside you that you are behind time. That there is a kind of deviation you should not have done. Especially when it has to be career or even marriage. Jesus can restore the wasted years. He said, I will restore to you the years that the locusts everything. Maybe there was an opening you were supposed to take, but you just rejected for reasons that. But I pray today in the name of Jesus for restoration. Amen. Be restored back. Amen. In the mercy of God, Amen. let the door be open again. Amen. And then let everything you have missed be restored back to you. Amen. He said, I will restore the years that locusts, the Pama was. So God has a plan of restoration. And may that plan work for you right now. Amen. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. Recover all in Jesus' Amen. name. Thank you, Father. May your eyes be open also to know where you have missed it. Amen. That you might not miss it again. Amen. Father, thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.